All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to this week's episode of Friends with Books. I am one of your FWBs. Read reviews by Jess or just Jess. And I am your other FWB, also known as your favorite FWB, <laughs> booked with Emily or just M. Oh, she got me there. <laughs> <laughs> What are we um, talking about, Jess? Tell the people. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about bubbles in the tub. Let's talk about making love. <laughs> I, I know the pitch perfect version, so you lost me a little bit there. Okay, yeah. But sex. Um, We're talking about sex. We're talking about sex. We're also talking about my record deal. If you couldn't tell, I am a up, up and coming singer. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Don't miss Platinum. out. Platinum <laughs> Records coming at you. Before, before she becomes a famous recording <laughs> artist, we're going to become the famous podcasters by talking about filthy, dirty, smutty, steamy, spicy sex. Cum guzzling anal. <laughs> She's not wrong. (laughs) She she took it there. And that's what we're going to talk about. And so I hope you're ready because I don't know if I am, to be honest. I am not ready, TBH. But, Em, how are you doing? Tell me. I'm doing good, Jess. I... Like, you know, guys, I've been struggling with a migraine for about four days now. I think my brain is broken. I've self-diagnosed myself with everything possible. So I'm just, I'm trying to live, you know what I mean? But (laughs) (laughs) other than that, I'm doing great. What what about you, Jess? How are you? Honestly, like, at least you still have your will to live. I, that's really all we can ask at this point. But, yeah. uh, you know, I, I'm i doing better than you, so I feel kind of shit if I complain. But I've been sick, too. I can get sick, too. I was just sick. You were. You were just sick. You were. Yeah. You had chlamydia. So. <laughs> I did. Just kidding. I didn't have chlamydia. I had... I was traveling and I had germs. Don't start rumors about me. Everybody's that's, where they turn the, that's where they turn the episode off. And that's it. That's all they take away. And that just has chlamydia. chlamydia. Oh my God. If you um, have chlamydia, it's fine. It's treatable. Like, bookmark this week. What? <laughs> What's a treatable STD? Okay. Yes. Anyway, educators. Um, this week, as I mean, as many weeks that we have done and will do in the future, uh, we're gonna take a fucking BuzzFeed quiz because this is what dreams are made of, and I think <laughs> we it. both really find joy in these quizzes. So I hope y'all do too. But if you don't, don't tell us because we'll be sad. You just said y'all. 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 <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> what? <laughs> Why did we just say that? Oh, okay. <laughs> Emily and I get bestie brain a lot. Never in my life, I don't think I've ever said ride em cowgirl, but of course we would say that at the same time. So <laughs> That happens so much to us. The fates have aligned and we should ride em 
cowgirl. <laughs> Off into the sunset. <laughs> what quiz are we taking this week? We are taking Describe Your Dream Boyfriend, and I will recommend a steamy romance book to read. So, is it getting hot in here, or is that just me? It's just you, baby. Just, just you. Me. Yeah. All right. Kick us off. All right. What would your dream boyfriend do for a living? He works with his hands, something in construction. He's a politician. He's a good guy, though. He's a rich CEO, or he's a store owner. Hmm. Uh-huh. I'm going to say he's a rich CEO. I mean, oh. what store does he own, though, actually? A sex store. Hmm. Yeah, he's a store owner. <laughs> <laughs> He sells dildos for a living. Are the products free? No, I'm going to go rich CEO. Can't go wrong. You really can't. I'm going to go with um, he works with his hands, something construction. I love that. That's, yeah. That tracks. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Get a little get a little handsy. All right. Which of these best describes you? Conscientious, responsible. I would say weird, but I want to be nice. So let's say unique, stressed, a dreamer or persevering? I don't know what conscientious means. <laughs> so, um, let's just, uh, I know what it means, actually. Let me just Let me just brain. think about it for a Let second. Let me just pick my brain here. Um, conscientious. Conscientious is wishing to do what is right, especially to do one's work or duty well and thoroughly. So it's like so your boring. conscience. Like you have a good conscience. I okay. would say unique and weird. Oh, okay. That tracks. Um, I'll say I am a dreamer. I dream of being rich. I dream a dream of You know, that's just another by. plug. Oh, look, find us. We're a duo. Uh, <laughs> okay. How do, you, how do you imagine you'd meet your significant other? A blind date, a random meet cute, through work, through mutual friends, through social media, or connected paths? Ooh, I'm going to say, how do you imagine you'd meet your, if, okay, this is like a pretend, so I'm going to say um, through work, because he's a rich CEO. Oh, that's, mm, that's a good one. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to say through work, because I do not work in construction, so I'm going to go with <laughs> a random meet cute. Okay, like, d- now you made me feel weird because I wouldn't want to date my CEO. Either. <laughs> no, you can be uh, like it's a, it's a pretend CEO, like a really hot, oh, sexy okay. CEO. So he's scamming me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. Out of these options, which creative hobby would you be most likely to pick up? Photography, sewing, slash fashion design hobby are you kidding i'm too busy for that painting <laughs> i'm gonna go with photography because i really photography. like for photography <laughs> f-r-o-t-o-g-r-a-p-h-y photography exactly <laughs> i really like taking pictures though in my like real life so i'm just gonna go with that photography okay you are a good f- photographer thank you i'm gonna say uh, uh painting what kind that of sounds- what kind of things would you paint would you paint nudes? Me? Like one of your like one French, of French girls. girls. <laughs> We're out of here. We're done. See you later. <laughs>
<laughs> All right. To wrap this up, finally, just tell me what your favorite romance trope is and like, we'll find out what book we are. All right. We got rom-com, age gap, enemies to lovers, friends to lovers, forbidden romance, or boss and employee. Mm. I feel like the obvious choice for me would be boss and employee. So I'm going to go with enemies to lovers. (laughs) (laughs) Throw a curveball in there. Love it. Okay. That's a fun one. Um, I'm not an age gap girl. I don't love age gap. I do like a good rom-com. But I feel Mm. like rom-coms tend to not be like as – well, you know, I'm going to go with rom-com. I'm going to go with rom-com. Yeah. Good choice. Okay. <laughs> I got, I bet I can guess what Emily got, actually. What did I get? Did you get Birthday Girl by Penelope Douglas? I did. Ah! I, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> because I got that, too. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what did you get? I got Hero by Samantha Young, which I actually have never heard of this book, but it says you picked some good answers because this is one of my all-time favorite books. Oh, how should I convince you to read this book? First of all, it's a boss and employee romance as well as an enemies to lovers romance. That tracks. Mm. Second, the hero hates the heroine while the heroine just wants to make it up to the hero. I'm hearing oral sex there. Finally, I made my mom read this book. Okay, maybe I'm not hearing oral sex. <laughs> I wouldn't make my mom read that. I don't know. I like Samantha Young actually, though. I've read a few books by her. I've never heard of that one, but I, I thought she I was like a her. thriller author. Who am I thinking of? Um, I don't know. She wrote actually a couple books that are on my steamy list are by Samantha Young. Really? So, yeah. I'm gonna but have to check her out. I got Birthday Girl by Penelope Douglas. Um. Which is weird because this is an age gap book, and I literally said I'm not an age gap girl, but based on your answers, I'm going to recommend this steamy forbidden romance. I mean, come on. Who doesn't love a my boyfriend is a jerk and his father is pretty freaking hot, so I'm going to date his father instead storyline. That's interesting. I've actually been really wanting to read Birthday Girl. However, one thing that we'll get into is... That I, and I'll talk about this later, but I really don't like a daddy kink. And if you have a daddy kink, that's fine. I just can't read a book where they call, like, she calls him daddy. It's not for me. Yeah. And then we will elaborate because there's some things that you like that I don't like in books, too. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be interesting. Yeah. I'm fine with most everything else except for that. That's fair. Maybe someone with daddy issues likes that. I would say I actually do have daddy issues. <laughs> okay. Maybe someone who doesn't have daddy issues. <laughs> what the fuck do I know? I don't know. I'm ready to get filthy. <laughs> okay. Not with each other. Um, let's just talk about it. <laughs> okay. I mean, whatever. Um, we'll see. But yeah, let's jump in. I'm excited to talk about sex, baby. Um, seam, smut, spice, whatever you want to call it. I feel like this whole genre, or I don't know if it's a genre, but Spice and Steam have taken us readers by storm, which I think is honestly so cool. I was actually just thinking about how I think it's awesome that women are kind of being so sexually empowered through 
books? Women are, especially on Bookstagram. Like, I think it's the norm now. Like, people, I feel comfortable being like, I like reading, like, dirty books. Like, I love a raunchy, steamy sex scene. And, like, I embrace that because I think that's normal. Like, like, women love sex, and why not read about it? Like, you know, whether you're watching porn or reading porn, like, who cares? Like, get it where you can get it, you know? Totally. Yeah, totally agree. I think it's just, I don't know, such an empowering thing now that we can kind of have this freedom to talk about sex, whereas maybe five years ago, I feel like I probably wouldn't have blasted on the internet that I just read a book about a four-way. Mm-mm. No, I definitely yeah. wouldn't have done that. So. We're mature and comfortable in our sexuality. <laughs> I think that's, that's what true. it is. Um, so let's kind of start with wh- how do you rate spice or steam or smut? And also, do you think there's a difference between those three things? I definitely do think there's a difference. So I guess just like using terms and how you describe a book, especially on Bookstagram, where someone might be like, that was really spicy or that was really steamy or like that was pure smut like I do in my brain think they're different like I think spicy is kind of on like the safer end of like a sexy book where smutty I feel like is on like red zone like you're Mm -hmm. reading some like filthy dirty scenes or very explicit like very unconventional so I do think there's a difference not everyone would agree maybe I don't think I think that we've talked about this a little before where like you maybe don't agree kind of on that scale yeah, no, it's not that I disagree. It's that for me, and I think for so many other people, the words and the terms are just interchangeable, which the intention mm-hmm. of this podcast is to not be like, this is how you should be saying it. Like, we know everybody's always going to have differing opinions on how they rank spice and what they call spice because everybody's different, right? So I think it, it for me, especially like looking back into January 2021 when I really Uh wasn't reading that much spicy books like I'd be calling things spicy and I actually had like a mental breakdown had a menti (laughs) (laughs) bee had a menti bee in like um, February of 2022 because I was like was that spicy like I was looking back on my reviews and I'm like the way like my reading has progressed, whereas like I would think like one sex scene is like, ooh, like that's spicy. And now I'm just reading gangbangs all the time. And I think <laughs> I will I think that's great. I think you're growing as a person. Um, but no, I think to your point though, like the way I think about it and the way I rank it is not to say that's the correct way to do it. It's just in my mind, that's kind of how I categorize it. But like you said, like last year, I would have thought the same exact thing. Like Mm -hmm. what's smutty to me today, like a year ago would have literally, like I would have gone to church and freaking prayed over it because (laughs) like I felt so dirty. So I think like it, they're very interchangeable words for sure. And I think that it is interesting, like how much we've like, our reading has changed. And I think, too, though, like, authors, like, really well-known authors are writing, like, dirtier scenes, I Mm. think. Like, the newer books coming out by, like, Megan Quinn and Tessa Bailey and, you know, like, they're they're really kind of, like, shooting really high. I love that. And I like that it's, like, no, it's more mainstream now, like, mainstream publishers. Like, it's not just indie where you're getting Mm -hmm. all of that sex and stuff. Like, I just read Secretly Yours by Tessa Bailey, and let me tell you, that shit was hot as hell. Um, So it's just, and that's published by Avon, which is still, like, a romance, like, whatever. But anyways, so I think... I agree. I think how I 
categorize my spice steam smut. I use the terms interchangeably, right? So mm-hmm. you'll see on my posts on Bookstagram, I'll say something steamy, spicy. It go, I like I go back and forth. So, but for me, when I'm saying that, my thinking is what goes into that is the number of sex scenes in the book. And also how unconventional they are. So if it's they had sex twice and it was kind of just like missionary open door, not that missionary isn't hot, but yeah, then I'm like, don't undersell missionary, Jeff. (laughs) Then I'm like, was that spicy? But if it's like consistently five, ten times in the book and, you know, there's sex toys and anal and whatever, like that's a smutty book for me. No, I agree for sure. I think. I definitely agree with how you kind of rank the steam. Like, I've read books. Well, it's funny, too, because I am a big co-host, Dan Wright. And last year, I would read Colleen Hoover, and there would be, like, one sex scene. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, this is dirty. (laughs) And now I read Colleen Hoover, and I'm like, this is so G-rated. Like, it's just so crazy. Like, now I'm like, no, I need more. Tire up. You know? Like, what are you? Like, gagger. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) No, literally. I feel the same way. And I know people, like, a lot of people have been getting hated on recently on like book talk and stuff because they're saying Colleen Hoover is spicy, which it totally is valid if you think that she's a spicy author, you know, like yeah, if that's what, so subjective. It's yeah, so, so, so subjective. I think that goes back to her points like it varies by reader to reader and it varies also like with one reader. Like we said, like we've grown so much and become so slutty over the past two years. <laughs> It's an us problem, really. But I think it's really an every problem. But anyways, that's kind of where that was going. For sure. And I think that moving forward with this episode, we're really just coming from our opinions, how we rate things. So if you disagree with us, like totally entitled to that opinion, it is so subjective. But just based on what we like to read and what we're going to recommend to you, it's just our opinions. This is kind of something that I realized while I was trying to differentiate in my brain, spicy, steamy, and smutty, is I always thought of smut was like a step down from erotica. But reading on Google, Google's telling me that a smut is like a step above erotica. So it's dirtier than erotica, which That's I feel kind of surprising. like I think I think too, I feel like when our parents were reading smut. Like, that was a whole different thing than when we're reading Smut now, whereas I think kind of everything that involves, like, these steamy, spicy scenes is considered, like, smutty. Like, I don't think the terminology is the same. I think Google's outdated and it needs to catch up. I think you're right. And I think you should email Google and let them know. Hello, Mr. Google. (laughs) (laughs) I think, though, too, like, reading sexy books since our parents maybe has you know they read their books back in the day I think like there's just new kinks today like I think like things are just different like I don't know if they talked about ass eating back in the day did they I'm sure they did it but like did people talk about it the way they do now like did people enjoy it back then the way they do now I feel like ass eating was such a taboo talk topic until like five years ago and now everybody eats ass Everyone eats ass, talks about it, writes about it, sings you know? about it. Yeah. It's just normal now. It's the new missionary, basically. It really is. Yeah. So, so a lot of know, things change. We're, look at us. We're all changing. We're all growing. But let's just get into it. So 
like Emily said, going into these wrecks and these authors and stuff that we're going to talk about next is keep in mind, that's kind of like our steamy scale. So we're both basing these off like when we're like, these are dirty, filthy, like these are based off the number of sex scenes combined with how unconventional they are or looking at those two things separately, right? So it could be one sex scene that's super unconventional, or it could be tons of sex scenes that are just all missionary or conventional, whatever you want to call it. So keep that in mind. But should we talk about our favorite steamy authors first? Yeah, I think that's a good place to start. And then we could get into like our favorite books or okay. like the the steamiest books we've read. Because there's steamy books that I've read that actually are just shit. Like the the, the plot is terrible. Yeah. Like they're not good books, but like the steam and the sex it's more sex and steam than actual plot. So totally. I think that's that's important to note, too. I think that's fair. And I think we're also going to give you our recs. And then uh, maybe a week or two ago, we asked in our Instagram stories for you guys to give us some recs of the dirty, filthiest books that you've ever read. And you all pulled through, truly. You really did. And it's interesting because they were such a different, like, somewhere to us, not that steamy. And other ones were like, oh, my God, like, I don't think I could read that because it's disturbing. <laughs> so, like, yeah. there's so. a broad variety of recommendations. For some authors, I think right off the top of my head, anything Tessa Bailey is going to be steamy. Like when I hear Tessa Bailey, I know that I am going to get finger in the asshole sex. Like And the thing, yeah. That that's good. The thing about uh-huh. Tessa Bailey too <laughs> that's good. It's is good like stuff. <laughs> You can always expect a good plot with her. Well, maybe not always. I haven't. My goal is to work through her entire backlog, but I feel like I've read a decent amount of her books, but I feel like she always comes with good plot and she always comes with great writing and the sex is always just so good. So for sure, I agree. Yeah, no, she's not just one of those kind of like fluff writers that just throws in sex. Like her storylines are top notch. I They're funny, they're quirky, and yeah, the sex is top notch for me it's a Who yes else? for me um so i put on here sarah kate which i don't know if you've read anything by her i have not i've never read anything by sarah kate she gets steamy honey she writes the um salacious players club series which is like a sex club book um but i mean they're they're spicy and they're all kind of based on like a different kink so i've read books one and two and book one was like um a praise kink and book two is like voyeurism okay yeah i actually don't know if i would like those like i'm not sure if that's like up my alley like the voyeurism and like the praise kink i don't know if they're i don't know i just don't know if i would love it i love a good praise kink i think voyeurism i mean it's not my favorite but i don't mind it the uh-huh. mm, i don't want to talk give too much away about that book but if well, you what read, is voyeurism because i don't think i knew that until we talked about that so like maybe like explain what that is yeah so voyeurism is basically you get off by watching other people have sex um so there's voyeurism and then there's also exhibitionism, which is you like to have sex in front of other people and you like them to watch you. And I've you learned all of this from these sex club <laughs> books. Like, don't think I have. You're like, a dirty some- girl, Jess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very well educated in things that go on in sex clubs, even though I've never been to one. And I do wonder if they exist. They have to. 
Oh, I guarantee they exist. Somebody send us some links. If you remember, we won't tell anyone. Just let us know when and where. We just want to. We just want to see what it's about. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, another author that I put on here too. I think we both actually put her on there, Christina Lauren. Which that might surprise some people because they are known for writing kind of like rom coms that definitely do have some open door sex scenes. But they have a few series that are really, really, really what I would say is like smutty. Their beautiful bastard series and their wild season series. Are the Wild Season series, I think, has a better plot line. Like, there's actual stories in each of the books. Um, whereas I think the Beautiful Bastard series is purely just about sex. Like, every other chapter, there's a very explicit sex scene in it, which they're enjoyable to read. But if you're in it for like the plot, like, Wild Season series is definitely something I'd recommend. I still have to read that one. I did read, fun fact, I read Beautiful Bastard on my way to the beach with my husband. He was driving and I didn't, like, I was thinking it was like a Christina Lauren rom-com and I'm like, this cover is a little interesting (laughs) and it was purely just an erotic, erotic book. So, yeah, (laughs) it really is. I agree. I think like within the first five, the first five pages of Beautiful Bastard, someone's getting bent over like a boardroom table. Yeah. Like, so 100%. If so, that's what you're looking for, 10 out of 10 recommend. Totally. Totally agree. Um, I We also have on here Sophie Lark, which I think Sophie is, like, really big in, like, the mafia romance. So if you yeah. like mafia, definitely check her out. But she gets it. I mean, she gets steamy. Definitely a lot of unconventional, a lot of sex scenes in her books. Um, definitely recommend I- her. She's a, a one of my faves. Yeah, she's new to me. Jess recommended her to me. And the first series I read by her was the Brutal Brutal Birthright series. And yeah, Jess is not lying. There's definitely a lot of sex scenes in there. And I think they're kind of dark, too, just based on like the tropes of the books. Like they are not only are they unconventional, but they're definitely dark. So I think that's another kind of kink if you're into. I would recommend Sophie Lark as well. For sure. Um. One of my favorite authors, newly favorite, Megan Quinn, is on the list. I think she is so funny. I won't lie. I've read some of her older books, and I don't love them as much. I don't love her backlist as much as her newer books. But Royally Not Ready, A Not So Meet Cute, they are so, so funny. And I think they have really good steamy scenes. I wouldn't say they're smutty because I don't think there's, like, a ton of sex in them. I think it's more plot driven than like sex in it, but I think they're so good. Yeah, I think they're they're definitely a good balance. I love Megan Quinn as well. Those books, I haven't read much of her older stuff, like the Vancouver Agitators and stuff like that, but I'd say she get I mean, they're pretty steamy. Like I would say so. Um, yeah. I The one book I read, Not So Meet Cute, I told Emily, I was like, oh, my God, that was steamy. And she was like, was it? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, he literally fucking took her dildo into the shower and fucked her with a dildo while she sucked his dick. So, um, 
Well, like we said, it's subjective. We actually buddy read that. And Jess was like, this is so steamy. And I was like, oh, really? Like, you must be ahead of me. Meanwhile, we read the same exact thing. And I was like, oh, I just thought that was like a normal, normal Thursday night. Wait, 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 you guys. Wait, you guys. <laughs> what? I'm scared. I'm scared. So a couple weeks ago, Emily and I set out to record this this episode, right? This episode you're listening to now. We had the bright idea we're going to get trashed, right? So we're well, not we're, a bright idea. We're not together, right? We're getting <laughs> trashed separately. Um, we sit down to record the episode and <laughs> the idea was going into it like we're going to read these sex scenes out loud and whoever <laughs> whoever laughs first is out like that's the game and so we sit down and we're just reading we're just reading porn to each other pretty much like we're just reading pages of porn nobody's laughing no one's laughing no one's losing the game like we're literally just like okay it's your turn what was your pick literally i'm in the middle of my sex scene i look up at emily and i say why are we doing this And I'm like, yeah, actually, I don't, I don't know why we're doing this. Should we stop? Like, she goes, I was wondering the same thing. <laughs> but I just thought that in was our heads, it sounded like a really good idea. Like we were gonna like try and make each other laugh, but there was nothing funny about what we were reading. It was like. I just don't know what we were doing. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what the what the game was, but it was not tracking. Anyways, <laughs> fun little tidbit. Um, other steamy authors that are pretty reliable, Elle Kennedy and Anna mm-hmm. Huang. Yeah. I hope I'm saying that last name right. Yeah. The Twisted series is one of the newer series on bookstagram and even book talk that everyone has read and everyone's talking about and it's so funny because people either say like that was so steamy like she writes sex so well or on the other hand people are like there was like three sex scenes in it for as as much as people are saying this is steamy like I was really disappointed in it and I was one of those people where I read it and I was like this is so steamy like if you like smutty books like definitely read this like i love loved it and then when someone would say like Emily like it really wasn't that steamy I'm like shit I think you're right like I don't think it was <laughs> I don't know why it felt that way though I think because there was so much tension in all of the books that led up to the sex maybe like I have no idea I think that's a good point I I mean it goes back to number one subjectivity right but I think also her books are such slow burn right so it's like it's slow burn and then all of a sudden they're having sex three times four times right in such a short amount of time so maybe that's it like it feels steamier when you're reading it because they are like come right after each other no pun intended yeah um but <laughs> but I think that's they sure do, Jess. They, they sure, sure do. do. Like they're not super <laughs> conventional either. Like I know in Twisted Love, I think it is, he like rails her from behind while he's on a business call. Yes, that's what I was gonna mm-hmm. talk about too. Like that's not conventional. Well, at least not to me anyway. Yeah, me either. I mean, we're in the Zoom days. But I, yeah, right. I don't know. Those I, see, to me, like, I do think that was definitely, like, super steamy. But, like, some people, 
this goes back to what you're saying, though, the number of sex scenes. I think when someone maybe goes into reading like a smutty book or what they think is going to be smutty, they they expect a lot of sex. So when there's only like maybe two or three explicit sex scenes, it's kind of like a letdown. But it's just not what they were expecting. Yeah. And I think both of us are we I think you may have said this, but we both prefer plot and steam as opposed to just reading yeah. straight steam. Not that we won't, but I think that's our preference. No, for sure. I like a good balance. Um, Before we get into the Rex, we actually just got a super exciting message from our friend Janie or at the bookish goods over on Instagram. Um, and she was nice enough to offer all of our listeners get this, 15% off their purchase until this Sunday, 1120. Yes. And if you haven't heard of Janie's shop, she has the cutest bookish merch I've ever seen. It ranges from crew necks to t-shirts to beanies, like perfect for snowing weather, which is what it's doing at my house right now. Socks, belt bags, so in right now too. And she also has, yeah, a new subscription box. Jess and I are both paying customers. We love her products. Jess just got the bookish uh, belt bag and I have a couple crewnecks. So make sure you head over to our profile and we'll have a link to her website in our bio so you can take advantage of the 15% off. Yeah. And um, the deal, the coupon code to get the 15% off if you just want to go from here is friends with books 15. So that's friends with books one five baby. Well, not the baby part, just the first part. You're confusing people already. Sorry, friends. Okay, but (laughs) uh, let's get into these recs. I'm super excited to chat through these because not only are we going to talk about our recs, but we're also after that going to talk about what we like in smut, what we don't like in smut. And I'm curious to know what Emily thinks. I feel like I have a good understanding of like where her limit is. Yeah. Um, Whereas I feel like I don't have a limit. So No, you don't. You're definitely <laughs> you're definitely a little nastier than I am. <laughs> okay. Um, to each their own though. I love own. that about you. <laughs> Um, but let's uh, quickly just go through these wrecks. Well, not quickly, but let's go through these wrecks. Um, if you are new here and this is your first episode and you're like, oh my God, I gotta write these down, you don't because we're gonna put up a guide on our Instagram. Yes. Do not write these down while you're driving or when you're supposed to be doing work. We will put a guide together for you. (laughs) When you're supposed to be doing work. Yeah. We'll put a guide over on our Instagram. So make sure you're following us at Friends with Books Pod. I think we have a good range of recommendations from some books that are maybe not as dirty and smutty as other ones. So I think we should just start from the top. And they kind of, again, this is very subjective. So in our opinion, the ones at the top are the ones that are maybe a little more safe, per se, than the ones at the bottom that will make you clench your thighs while reading. So, (laughs) (laughs) Um, Or they will make you, you know, be like, what the hell is wrong with Jess and Emily? Why are they reading Mm -hmm. these books? Um, So make sure, as always, if you have trigger warnings, make sure you're checking the content warnings and trigger warnings on these books before you're going into them. Um, Some of them are definitely darker. So keep that in mind. But with that, let's start light. Let's kind of start with the less steamy. So if you're 
maybe just wanting to get into steam and you're looking for, you know, something lighter that has explicit sex scenes, but maybe isn't as taboo or over the top as some of the other books. Kinky. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We'd recommend you start with these. So top of the list right now, we have The Proposal by Jasmine Gilroy. Um, And this is one of the books that I read at the beginning of 2021 when I first started dabbling in steam and spice. And I was like, oh my God, what the heck? (laughs) Like, this is so taboo (laughs) (laughs) literally so this is actually part of a series um i don't know what the series is called actually but i've read most of the series and they've all got a little bit of steam and spice but mainly plot um but they're all romance and i really enjoyed them so i can't attest to these because i've never read the proposal or actually any books in that series i do have the proposal um i'm looking at it right now actually but i've i've never read them but You've i trust your mark. you you'll pro- if you read it now you'll probably just be like this is not steamy and be like this is boring what am i where's the child <laughs> <laughs> okay The next one is Josh and Hazel's Guide to Not Dating. Again, there are explicit sex scenes, but they're not taboo. They're not kinky, at least to us. But the plot is really, I think, where this book shines. Again, it's just like a better plot than Steam, in my opinion. But I think anything Christina Lauren writes is so, so good and worth a read, whether you're in it for the Steam or the not or or not. Steam of the night. The steam of the night. (laughs) Um, Agree, totally. I think... I just love this book. This is one of my favorite rom-coms, and I recommend this to everybody. I think I've talked about it in so many podcasts that we've done so far, but um, Josh and Hazel's Guide to Not Dating, not super steamy, but there is explicit sex scenes, as she said. One of them that I can remember is in the middle of a hallway, so they don't even make it to the bed. Yes. Oh, I remember that now. This is actually, so Christina Lauren... I, when I first started my binge reading journey back when COVID started, Colleen Hoover and Christina Lauren were the two authors that I read everything by. Like, every single book that they had available, I binge read. And and at the time, I thought they were so, so steamy. But looking back on it, I'm like, they really weren't. Like, compared <laughs> to what we read now. Like, the next one on here, The Unhoneymooners by Christina Lauren. Sorry, not to cut you off, but other than, like, the Beautiful Bastard series, like, those are oh, super yeah. steamy. Yeah. Yeah, no, they definitely do write really steamy books. I think we mentioned a couple series like the Beautiful Bastard, Beautiful Bastard series and the Wild Season series definitely have some steam there. But like and, and I honestly think that I like felt like I needed to go to church when I read those back like last year because I was just like, holy shit, what's happening? Um, But I guess more of like their G rated ones. They're rom-coms. Yeah. Yeah. They're rom-coms like The Unhoneymooners, Josh and Hazel's, um, Roomies, like all of those I think are more cutesy than steamy. Totally agree. So The Unhoneymooners, I actually thought was really steamy too. I feel like that one's a nice, it's enemies to lovers. So you get a lot of the tension and the build up. Yeah. Um, it's so funny. It's, it's so such a good book. Funny. Yeah. I feel like that is my Josh and Hazel's. Like if someone wants like a really funny book, that's my go to. I'm like The Unhoneymooners 100%. Like you have to read it. I agree. I love both of those books, but Josh and Hazel, I don't know why. I just love that. It gets me. Probably Josh. Josh M, the ultimate book boyfriend. Don't even get me started. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) Moving on. Um, So kind of like a, I would say maybe a step up here is Get a Life, Chloe Brown by Talia Hibbert. Um, This one is definitely a spicy, spicy book. More more spicier than I remembered. (laughs) (laughs) 
Are you okay? Are you having a stroke? <laughs> Probably. Um, <laughs> more spicier than I remember. All right. Um, I'm getting flustered, so I don't even know what's going to happen when we talk about the latter books. Um, I'm scared. The former books? I don't know those words. <laughs> Yeah. She just texted me earlier and she was like, probably the latter. And she literally spelled it L A D D E R. I was like, don't freaking out yeah. me. Everybody already thinks I'm a dumb, dumb lollipop. So, dumb, dumb lollipop. I'm trying to throw the, the words in there so they don't think I'm that anymore. Um, <laughs> moving along. Um, next, we have Ugly oh, Love by Colleen Hoover. And I feel like. There's so many people on Book Talk right now getting so much hate for being like, Colleen Hoover is the spiciest author I've ever read, which, again, I think we we may have touched on this, but it goes back to subjectivity. Like, if that's a spicy 100%. book to you, then that's a spicy book, and that's the spiciest book you've ever read. Who am I to say? Hell and yeah. You, you know? If that gets you going, that's what gets you going. Like, no one else can tell you that that's not steamy, because... Like I just mentioned, Colleen Hoover was the first author that I like binge read back in 2020 when I started reading again. And I thought Ugly Love was so steamy. Like they were, you know, there were pretty explicit sex scenes. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is the spiciest thing I've ever read. And I might not feel that way now, but I can still like, if I read that, I probably still would think like, this is a steamy scene. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, totally. Teach their own. And I think I haven't read Colleen Hoover's entire backlog like you have, but. I would say Ugly Love is definitely her steamiest book. That's a, I mean, it's friends with benefits, so it's really strictly the relationship is based off of sex. So um, maybe that's why. I would agree. I'd say Ugly Love and Too Late by Colleen Hoover are probably like her steamiest, but Too Late, I think is pretty underrated, honestly, but it's also very different from like her other books too. It's pretty dark. Um, So I would read Trigger Warnings going into that one too, but that one's, I wouldn't say it's like steamy where it's like, ooh, that's they're having really cute sex. Mm-hmm. It's like, ooh, this is really disturbing. Okay. <laughs> so. I would probably like that then. You would love it, actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Up next is Kiss Quotient by Helen Wong. This one Jess and I buddy read, and it took us by such a surprise <laughs> because if you've ever seen the cover of this book it's literally just like the most cutesy cartoon cartoon characters with i think like algebra formulas <laughs> on the front of it you know like i was not expecting this to be steamy but shit were we wrong yeah that's probably the first time i ever uh, experienced algebra outside of high school <laughs> <laughs> And it was accompanied with dick, so. <laughs> Maybe if they would have taught it that way in high school, I would have gotten a better grade. <laughs> totally. But agree with Emily. I think both of us, this was just unexpected. It's definitely really steamy. I mean, the whole premise of the book is that she is in this, like, friends with benefits sort of thing with a prostitute yeah um, a male prostitute and i mean he's teaching her how to have sex and be intimate and all of that good stuff um yeah. so definitely and she's steamy. a natural <laughs> she really she's a natural she's a freaking natural for someone as inexperienced as she is he teaches her something and she picks up on it like that i'll tell you what she's whipping out the gluck gluck 9000 immediately <laughs> Immediately. So, I mean. Wait, do you know something about this that bothers me, though? 
What? And then it bothers you, too. Oh. So, in the book, there was one scene where he, like... No, I don't want to... I don't want to... No, I'm no. going to mention it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> where he says, like, I ran my fingers through her curls. And he wasn't talking about the curls on her head. He was definitely talking about her vagina curls. Oh, yeah, and it's... Like, if that's fine, right? Like, you don't want to shave. You want a little bit of a landing strip down there. That's you want totally a full fine. Brush to each their own. Don't ever reference it Just as don't, your curls. And, and yeah, the curls, really? I mean, talk about something that'll really just kill the next. mood. Just like, yeah. let's not talk about it. Never again. Okay, moving on. But actually, that, it's funny that you mentioned it because since we've read that book, I've read, read at least two other books who have used the same terminology to reference pubes, and I did not know that was a thing. No, I didn't either. I, I haven't. So actually, I haven't read that specific terminology, but I feel like it's becoming more common now for authors to write like about pubic hair. I swear to God, like I read it more and more often. And I'm just like, is this the new trend? You know, like, know. should I? I don't know. Uh, should I, should I? Razor? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe bushes are making a comeback. Maybe they never actually left. Um, I think, like I said, do what you want to do down there, but don't tell me that you're running your fingers through her pubes or whatever. No. I don't want to talk about that. Imagine if there was knots and he like put on a knot. It would kill the mood. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, moving on. (laughs) Yeah, this really, I don't know how this happened. Let's move on. Yeah, let's move on. What's our our next rec? You have on here, Tis the Season for Revenge by Morgan Elizabeth. Guys, if you follow me on Bookstagram, you know that this was one of my most anticipated books for the holiday season. I am a big Christmas girly. I celebrate Christmas, so I want to read a lot of Christmas stories this holiday season. And this just sounded so cute. It's based off a Legally Blonde. It's a revenge story. And I was like, I'm going to love this. Age Gap. I don't even typically like Age Gap stories, but I really thought I was going to just like just be obsessed with this? No. Like we talked about earlier, I think there's a such thing in books where it's like you have an equal amount of plot and an equal amount of steam, and this was no plot and all steam, and I just, I just couldn't, I just couldn't get into it. I didn't like it. It wasn't the vibe. I feel It just that. wasn't That's the vibe. So, I haven't read that, but what kind of sex scenes are in it? Like, what can we expect? So he's definitely a dirty talker. He's very into choking. Um... It's definitely, like, they don't use condoms right from the get-go. They're the first date they have sex. So if you're looking for a book where it's, like, instantly going to be sex, this is the way to go. A thousand and ten percent. I mean, there is more sex in this book than any other type of dialogue. So I, I just... I don't know. I think maybe like any other book, maybe if I'm in the mood for a smutty book, this would have been good. I just think I had such high expectations for this one being a good plot that when there was no plot, I was just like really disappointed in it. That's fair. Okay, so definitely check that one out if you're just looking for like pure steam or don't check it out at all if you want a plot. <laughs> um, you also have on here The Blind Side by Candy Steiner. I am really excited to read this book. I am I'm actually really struggle, struggling right now, you guys, because I want to read holiday books. I'm also a Christmas girly, and I want to be all about the holiday books, but there's also so many books that I just have on my TBR that I've been dying to get to 
regularly that aren't holiday themed. So I'm really struggling there. And the blind side is one of it. Um, and I don't even want to hear you talk about it because it's just going to make me want to read it more. Well, I'm going to talk, talk about, about it anyway. It. <laughs> <laughs> I think Santa would want you to put a hold on the holiday books and read the blind side. That's so. fair. Um, no, this one, I am new to Candy Steiner. I've only read four books by her um, so far. But The Blind Side is definitely by far the spiciest book I've read by her. It's a college romance, fake dating. Um, the female MC is kind of inexperienced. She likes dirty books. She reads very smutty, dirty books. And he actually, like, reads her books so that he can do to her what she likes. Mm. Like, talk about a king. Am I right? Like, I love I'm going to start handing Tim books, too, and be like, <laughs> read this, you know? But you it was so, so good. Um, I think I, I'm a big college romance girly. Like, I love that trope so much. I don't know. The steam in this was really good. The plot was really good. Um, they have sex on top of a building. Oh, my God. So that was fun. Okay. I enjoy it. I'm definitely going to read it. Santa will be pleased that I will put a pause on the holiday books and pick up the yeah. blind side. Yes. I am so also on really, his nice list. Yeah. I'm also really into the college romance books. Um, and I don't think we touched on it in our authors. But L. Kennedy also is a great, reliable author for steamy books. The off-campus series, so, so steamy. Yeah. Um, I think the one that comes to mind in that series for me is The Deal, even though it was... Not my least favorite, but I just hated Dean. No, I think the score. Oh, the score. Dean is the score, yeah. Yeah, That's my favorite one, and I love Dean. I hate Dean. Um, But it is steamy. It's really steamy. So definitely check that one out. Um, It's a Friends with Benefits as well. Yeah. I think that, like Jess said, L. Kennedy is always reliable for steamy, but especially college romance. Like, she, she writes college romance like no other. For sure. Um, And I think we talked about this already, but Tessa Bailey, um, what really put her on the map, I think, for both of us was It Happened One Summer. I think for so many people, honestly, because that book went viral on Book Talk. Um, And it's like another one with the cutesy cartoon cover where you get into it and you're just like, what the hell? Um, Yeah. So I think Emily mentioned, yeah, there's some um, booty finger action. Uh. <laughs> yeah, he eats her out on their dinner table. Um, so I I would recommend this one for sure. Good plot. Good plot. <laughs> Good plot. Good plot. Yeah, love it. <laughs> well, also, too, it's going to be a movie, which we're so excited about, and Jess and I met Tessa Bailey at a Polycon, mm-hmm. and we asked her if that guy on TikTok, what's his name, who chops wood shirtless? I want to say his name's Bradley Thor, but I, that might not be wrong. But he's the lumberjack shirtless guy. <laughs> that might not be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's right. It's <laughs> another way of saying but that. People were saying that he is going to play Brendan because he wears a beanie. I think that's like literally all they have in common. I don't think he's actually being casted. Tessa was like, I don't know how this rumor got started. Like, I have no idea. But anyways, it's going to be a movie. That's a pet peeve of mine, actually, is that when people pick like models or TikTok stars or whatever, and they cast them for um, books that are being adapted to film or TV, because I'm like, 
if this books books are already incredibly <laughs> hard to adapt and get right they are. and if you're gonna throw a person who can't even act in there why are we all setting why are we setting us up for failure what are we doing what are we doing here just he might be undiscovered talent yeah but not for me not for this movie <laughs> i have high hopes okay. Fuck him. He's no Brendan of mine. We don't want him. Keep chopping your wood. Keep chop. Yeah. Keep chopping your wood, Bradley Thorne. <laughs> uh, we get a, a fucking, let's pretend we're famous. BuzzFeed article comes out. Um, book Friends with Books has beef with Bradley Thorne. Who <laughs> was, was supposed to star in Tessa Bailey's <laughs> one summer. TMZ is outside my door. Reviews my chest. Can we get a comment? <laughs> I slam my curtains closed. I don't even have any curtains. <laughs> End scene. Okay. End scene. <laughs> Moral of the story is cast us and it happened one summer, Tessa Bailey. Yeah, I am undiscovered talent. <laughs> um, I have on here, I mean, Sophie Lark is the mafia queen. She writes a lot of dark romance, so I feel like a lot of the steam in her books is definitely um more taboo, more unconventional. So in Heavy Crown, which is part of her Brutal Birthright series, um, I don't know why this one stood out to me as the steamiest, but there is definitely, like, the girl is held captive by the guy. They were, like, dating before, and there's, like, a pass there. Yeah. And they're having sex while she's in captivity. <laughs> this makes total sense if you read the book. And they're doing anal, and she calls him daddy, so... Yeah. If you like that, check it out. This is, so this is the only series I read by Sophie Lark on Brutal Birthright. And they are, like just said, they're darker. They're mafia romances. So even if they're maybe not like super smutty, they're not conventional sex scenes. Um, But Heavy Crown is actually, I think, the steamiest one in that series too, for this exact reason. Just because the way that they have sex. I mean, like, she's not even just being like tied up as a kink. Like she's literally being held captive. So I think that changes things a little bit. She did want it though. She did want it and she did like yes no let's just clarify for sure let's clarify she didn't want to be held captive but she did want the anal sex well i also think she understood why she was being held captive because she did fuck up she did fuck up so maybe she understood but still didn't want to be chained to a wall (laughs) (laughs) no okay um we talked about Megan Quinn already, but we have also on our Rex, which we've talked about so much on our bookstagrams and our old our previous podcast, a not so meet cute and royally not ready. We reference the dildo scene in a not so meet cute, but the steamy steamy in royally not ready is really good, really nice. Um, it is like a dom submissive type of steam situation. Yeah, and it's also a forbidden romance, and I like forbidden romances, romances because I think that it just adds to the tension. Um, so when they finally do it, you're like, oh my god, are they going to get caught? Like, they have to be real secretive about it. But yeah, he's a dom, and I actually just read this before me, and she did tell me, she was like, I don't know if you're going to like this one, because it's just like a little kinky. 
kinky. But I actually really liked it. I loved him. I thought they were great sex scenes, well-written. And with Megan Quinn, you're always going to get a solid story. At least in, like, her newer books, in my opinion. I think I mentioned I don't love her backlist. Um, but her newer books that I've read, it's such a great story. So I think the sex just really is, like, the cherry on top. Agree. I think Royally Not Ready. I love a not-so-meet-cute, but I think Royally Not Ready was probably her best done story like the plot the characters and the steam like it was just really good and there's going to be a sequel to that i yeah in july or june of 2023 she also just came out with a spinoff of a not so meet cute and so not meant to be called untying the knot it literally came out on the 15th so when you're hearing this like three days before but um (laughs) yeah and it's on ku a lot of her books are on ku so if you I think most of them. Yeah, I think everyone that I've read, and then I buy the physical copies because it's just a really toxic trait of mine, but most of them are on KU, so get to it. Get on it! Okay, we have one more book that's just, like, steamy, and then we're going to give you two that are really, like, fucked up, so... I have on here Paradise by J.A. Lowe. This is another um, sex club book, so you've got the voyeurism, you've got the... Um, exhibitionism, but this is a sex island, and it's just like imagine you're like at the most exclusive, like exclusive inclusive because of the food resort, and you just have like a menu full of sex items where you go and you have your sex butler, and you're just like, I would like this off of the menu, and then he does it for you. Um, but also, <laughs> your boyfriend is watching from cameras that he planted in the room, so yeah. you know, just imagine might that. not be for everybody. <laughs> But you're thinking cats on, guys. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have to imagine it because you can read about it in this book because that's what happens. Yes. I have not read this book. This is a... We'll get into this, but I I have not read this We actually traded off. I told you I would read Love Letter to Whiskey if you read this book because it's just one of the books I've been talking about. If I did not read Haunting Adeline... This would probably be my steamiest book of the year. And maybe I'm wild for thinking that. Speaking of Haunting Adeline, this is the next book we're going to talk about. And this book has really blown up, especially on Book Talk, because this is the filthiest, dirtiest, most disturbing book I have ever read or maybe has ever even been written. I have no idea. Um, But... I guess some children got their hands on this book, which is not funny, but they did. And everyone's like blaming the author for it. So I think a lot of people are just really like seeing this book because of book talk. But anyways, back to the plot. The dirtiest, filthiest, disturbing book I've ever read in my entire life. It's a cat and mouse um type book so this girl gets off on literally being stalked and and chased and like i i just i don't even know i don't i don't know yeah so (laughs) i love this book i will say i don't know what that says about me as a person but i know i'm not alone so many people Mm -hmm. have loved this book it is i i mean the the sex is extremely kinky. I mean, there's gunplay. There's, like she said, like he ties her up. He restrains her. They, like, she doesn't know if she wants it half the time, but she's also getting off on it. Yeah. So it's definitely, like, 
read the trigger warnings. Don't, don't take um, them lightly. Like, don't, like, be like, oh, this will be okay, and then bitch about it when it's literally just, like, a filthy book, because it is. Like, it, it, it's disturbing. But with that being said, so many people loved this book, and I feel like a lot of people felt the way you did, where they're almost like, should I like this book? Like, is it okay to like this book? I will be honest, like, when I read, the, I did read the book, um... I, I'm not going to read the second one. I wouldn't say it's, like, my type of book. I, I just think maybe it was a little too far from me. I got halfway through the book and realized it was a little much for me, and then I just, like, skimmed the rest of the sex scenes. So. Okay, that's fair. I will say, though, like, the actual plot in the story is really interesting, too, because there's, like, a mystery, like, a murder mystery going on also. There's, like, some, a little bit of paranormal stuff. I don't know. Just all around very, I've never read a book like that, and I really enjoyed it, so. Yeah, there is a lot that goes into that book, actually. I forgot about the letters that are in that book and like that like mystery paranormal part to it and then two he's act the stalker is actually like a good guy like he has a job that yeah. like saves children <laughs> so there's he's taking down like a pedophile sex trafficking ring also so it's just like it also it makes you really question like black like it's not black and white for sure but is it i don't know because he's definitely not doing stuff that's good so but he is at the same time i don't know i don't know i don't talk about it anymore i'm getting frazzled <laughs> She's like, shit, do I like the book? No, I do like the book, and I really like Zayd Meadows, yeah. which is the character. A lot of people but. like it, so if you're looking for a really kinky, dirty, raunchy book, then I, I would recommend it. It was just a little too far, I think, for me. Yeah, that's fair. Another book that is kind of, like, similar to that is There Are No Saints by Sophie Lark. I'm only recommending this one because it's the only one I've read. It is a duo, though, um, a duology. So this is also, like, a stalker slash serial killer book so there's um some fucked up scenes in there as well but yeah i I don't want to give too much away but i mean i'll give it away um (laughs) (laughs) this is another book i started reading and then i read a scene and this guy is stalking this girl and he sneaks into her room and jacks off into a pair of her underwear and then goes into a building across the street and sits there and waits for her to come into her room and put on the underwear that he literally just like dumped his load in so well i don't think he knew she was gonna put on the underwear but she was just like had no laundry so she put on the dirty cummed cummed in underwear and he watched her through a telescope do it so (laughs) and that's where i stopped reading (laughs) there okay so that's all of the recs that we have for you all as always and like i mentioned before we are going to put together a guide over on our ig at friends with books pod um with all of these steamy books that we talked about and probably some that we didn't talk about that we just think of on the spot so if you want to be a nasty gal like us and read these they'll be over there however um a lot of these titles can be found on Audible as well. So if you want to listen, tell us what Audible is, Em. Yes, I'm so glad you brought this up. So Audible is a monthly subscription service and it offers basically 
every type of book that you could want to listen to. There's an incredibly large selection of books, including smut, but not limited to smut. So if you want a mystery or thriller or romance, those are all options. There's even podcasts that you could listen to. And ours is on there. We did not know that, but it is on there. So if you subscribe to Audible, you could listen to our podcast on there. Um, As an Audible member, you will get one credit a month to choose any book in their entire catalog to listen to, which includes thousands of titles. Yeah. And because we are all friends here, we have a great offer for you guys where new members can try Audible for free for 30 days. So we referenced this in our first episode, but um, Emily listens to audiobooks a lot when she travels. Um, and she recently read our first buddy read in our first ever episode um, on Audible. She listened to In My Dreams I Had a Knife and she really enjoyed it. I don't know why I'm speaking for you, um, but... <laughs> But she's not wrong. I do listen to audiobooks mainly when I travel for work. And so one credit is plenty for me for a month, usually because audiobooks are 11 to 12 hours. But I did listen to In My Dreams, I Hold a Knife, just that In My Dreams, I Have a Knife. Did she even read the book? I don't know. But I loved it. And just listen to It Starts With Us and really liked that one as well. So... Yeah, so I did listen to It Starts With Us, and I loved it. Um, I struggle with audiobooks sometimes to kind of, like, get into them just because I rarely travel or leave my house. So um, It Starts With Us, I thought, was really good, and it definitely kept me hooked. So if you want to take advantage of this deal, visit audibletrial.com slash fwbpod. That's audibletrial.com slash fwb. P-O-D. And we'll also have it linked in our Instagram bio over at Friends with Books Pod. So try it out. Get um, get a free trial for 30 days and let us know if you like it. Honestly, even if you hate it and you're not an audiobook really, I still recommend at least getting free 30 days. Why not? You know yeah. what I mean? I love free stuff. So I just go try it out. Just do it. Yeah, try it out. All right. With that, we are going to quickly give our likes and dislikes in steamy books. And I, I mean, I'm pretty solid on my dislikes, but I feel like it's harder for me to pinpoint my likes in a steamy book. What about? Yeah, I would agree. I think that there's just certain lines I draw for myself in pencil because sometimes I'll erase them and read a book that does have these things. But generally, 99% of the time, I'm staying away from reverse harem. I just don't like it. I personally can't buy into a woman like loving three different men and then these men loving her and being okay with sharing her like it's just not something that in my head like I can enjoy reading because I just I know it's fiction I just can't buy into it so reverse harem is something I typically stay away from I'm sure it's real life too yeah and to each their own you know different strokes for different folks just not for me um (laughs) Let's see, age gap. Again, I typically stay away from. However, I just told Jess this. I started watching Grey's Anatomy and McSteamy and Lexi Gray probably have like 15 years between them. And I am a fan of that relationship. So now when I read age gap romances, I'm just going to picture like McSteamy and Lexi. And I think that it's going to be like an easy pill to swallow at that point. Um, But I think that's totally fair. Yeah, I think. 
I think that's kind of what I do as well. But I don't necessarily have a problem with age gap unless it's when they met when one of them was a child. And I've only ever read where the guy is older and the girl is younger, I think. Um, But it gives me the ick when it's like, oh... Um, you know, he was her teacher in high school and now 10 years later they've met and reconnected and whatever. Yeah. That's a little icky for me, but, um, I don't necessarily like if they meet when, you know, she's 25 and he's 50, like, I don't really mind it. Yeah. And it's funny though, because like in real life, like I would, like, I don't think twice about it when you have like a 40 year old with a 25 year old. Like, I just like, don't even think twice about it. Just reading about it for some reason just throws me off. I don't know. Well, not anymore because it's Nixtemia and Lexi, but before, like, I just couldn't, I just couldn't wrap my head around it. I don't know. (laughs) But I think my other dislike in books is I don't like a daddy kink, which that's okay if you have one. But <laughs> if it's like uh, we both tried to read um, Your Dad Will Do by Katie Robert, could not get into it because that's obviously a daddy kink. Um, so there's that. And then I also don't like certain terms that are used to describe penis, vagina, boobs, you know, so yeah, you know, if you're calling, you're calling it her sex or her slit or folds, you know, he ran folds. his finger through her folds. If you have folds, it's okay, but <laughs> I hate, hate when someone says I milked him or like when a guy will be like, yeah, baby, milk me. I'm like, are you a fucking cow? Like, what in the whole wide world? I hate that. I don't know. I feel like Jess and I definitely have different likes in books and maybe, like, just just different types of, like, smutty books. Don't get me wrong. Like, I love a good smutty story. I love, like, public sex. Go do it. You know what I mean? But make it secret, like, in a dressing room where no one else is watching you. Like, where I draw the line is, like, when they're having public sex and people are watching them. I don't love that. Like, exhibitionism. People don't... Okay, that's, like, an exception where it's, like, you're in a place where it is expected that you're going to do that. Like, they're not just having sex on a... Yeah, I get it. That's fair. That's fair. I wouldn't like it if they were just having sex and the fucking mall in the middle of the yeah that would court. be weirder that would even yeah. be more weird well yeah because who has sex in a mall food court <laughs> i don't know <laughs> <laughs> um yeah there's not much that i won't read i guess i mean i'll try anything so I'm, i'll probably like it or dislike it you know as normal person yeah well, that's but, how I know what I don't like, because I'll try it, right? Like, I'll try Haunting Adeline, and I'll try, like, you know, Credence, which is Reverse Harem, and, like, Flock, the Ravenhood series, which is Reverse Harem, book one. And that's, I don't know, I think that's the fun thing about reading. You know, there's so many different books out there geared towards every type of reader, and you know what you like and you don't like, and you pick a book based on that. Totally. Totally, totally, totally. What are your thoughts on Dirty Talk in books? I like dirty talk in books. I really do. When I'm reading a book and they're just like, he pushed into me and then humped me four times and I milked him. I'm like, can you give me some more detail? I want all the details. Like, I love reading about 
play by play where they you know what actually this is what annoys me when I'm reading a sex scene and I can't like I can't see the position like if you are an author and you are listening to this I need you to explain where hands feet hips mouths everything is so I can picture it it is so hard for me when they don't explain where body parts are totally yeah no I was just reading a merry little meet cute which spoiler is one of our December buddy reads and there's a scene in the book where they're having sex and they like fall off the bed and I'm just like I could not picture that scene in my head because I was like if you're having sex vertically like are you so you're laying horizontally on the bed like like, it just didn't make sense so i'm i'm with you there maybe draw pictures like a little picture book (laughs) i don't know that's a new thing yeah i think they should do that um i also i'm good with dirty talk as long as it's not like too much like i don't think i would like like you're my little whore dirty talk sort of thing um Sometimes I enjoy that. (laughs) Sometimes I like. You know what I don't like when they say "good girl." I don't like. like, Oh, good girl! I don't like. I'm just. Oh, I don't know. I like a good. I like a good girl. I like a praise kink. I don't like either. Like like sweet terms like like baby girl and honey and sweetie. Like right there, sweetie. I'm just like. Ew. Yeah, uh, no. yeah, no. Like if you're gonna I like talk, sweetheart. like talk dirty. Maybe if Tucker. we're making love, but if he's like fucking her, like don't call her sweetheart. <laughs> well, I think it's the the Tucker from I forget why, yeah. why can we never remember this from the off campus series. He's a the sweetheart last guy, one. and I love yeah. that. I feel like it's like the Southern charm. Yeah, he's a country boy for sure, so that makes yeah. sense. Um, I, I think the. The only other thing that I really dislike is when the author will try to use so many different terms to add variance in the sex scene, right? So it's like you're reading one sex scene, but she's like, dick, cock, penis. Like, she just uses all the terms in the books to describe his dick, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, just pick one and let's just ride with that one. Let's just literally ride with that one. Let's let's go, girls. Um, I kind of feel the opposite. I get annoyed when they constantly are just like cock, 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 cock. Like just like there are so many other things you could call it. So I do like a little variety. So I don't like it when it's repeated. Like I don't think you should be saying cock back to back. But I also feel like you don't try. (laughs) If you're trying to like add variance just to add variance then it's like obvious you know what i mean it's like like too forced you're trying yeah you're trying to to say something in 10 different ways when you could just say it in one way and then move on to the next thing yeah these authors need to get it together we could no i mean authors do what you want to do because i can't write shit but Obviously, I'm kidding about authors. They are so talented. <laughs> Writing a book is fucking hard. And Jess and I know firsthand how hard writing a book can be. And uh, let's just be clear. That's not a spoiler that Emily and I are writing a book. That is a tidbit into our lives that we tried to write a book and could not do it. So, <laughs> No, we were we wrote one sex scene and one of the lines where I was knuckled deep in her. And that's that's all we got. And then we both read it to our husbands and they felt so uncomfortable. And we were like, maybe like the author life isn't for us. Let's start a podcast instead. <laughs> 
you know, maybe we'll come back to it. I did think that was a good line. I don't want it to was talk a about good it. Line. It was a good line. It was good. Never say never. We might be, we might eventually have a book out there. I don't know. We have we to talk about structure. Yeah, structure. And like <laughs> brains, probably too. <laughs> a dictionary. I don't know. <laughs> Well, I guess we can say we're friends with Smut if you like this episode and want to continue reading along with us. Again, we are reading Icebreaker next week. So make sure you follow us on Instagram at friendswithbookspod. Yes. And in the meantime, make sure you subscribe to the pod and tune in to next week's episode. Oh, and also give us a rating. If you like the pod, give us a rating. It helps a ton. I don't know with what, but I've heard other people on podcasts say that. So I'm just being proactive here. No, I love that. Actually, give us a rating. And someone left us a review on um, Apple Podcasts. Like they actually took the time to write a review. And I thought it was so, so sweet. So if you do that. But we actually have two written reviews now. So thank you to both of you. You're so kind. Um, Continue to tag us in your stories and slide into our DMs, talk about the episode. We are so grateful for all of you that are listening and laughing along with us. So you are really just lighting up our lives. You are. You're just... I was in a dark place before. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) This has been so much fun, and I love to see all the love. And if the person who rated us one star when we just had the trailer out is listening to this, we don't like you. We just want to talk. We just want to talk to you. What did we do wrong? It was a trailer. Questions. Um. But anyways, thanks for listening. See you later. Bye. Record label coming at you soon. <laughs>